Solitaire by Emmy Veronica Sanders for Poetry of the Double Dealer, 1922 by Various Read for LibriVox.org by D. Randall In the evenings, I sit and play solitaire. I light the candle so as to have the shadows on the wall for company and make things speak to me. The incandescent globe that is attached to the center of the ceiling I do not like to use. It kills the life of the things in the room, being dead itself. It speaks with the loudness of dead, obtrusive weights. In it, I cannot hear my thoughts. When the candle is lit, all things begin to move and whisper. I shuffle the cards, making neat little piles of them. I play with the cards and with my thoughts. Of my thoughts, too, I make neat little piles, shifting and shifting them. My thoughts are as silent and swift as shadows on the wall. Words, the bodies of thoughts, are stiff and inflexible. You cannot alter them once they are there. They always keep exactly the same shape and weight and color, like the substance of the things from which shadows proceed. But thoughts and the shadows themselves can expand and contract, grow lighter and darker, take on a hundred varying moving shapes. My hand is only my hand, always. But the thought of my hand or the shadow it throws on the wall can become anything or nothing, grotesque or beautiful, the size of a pinprick or a gaping monster. I can do whatever I like with it. My hunch, too, is always there, for I am hunched back. It is always the same protuberance of flesh and bone, never changing size or shape. Only my thought about it varies. And if I keep a certain posture and hold the candle in a certain way and then look at my shadow on the wall, it ceases to be there entirely. That is why I like the thinking about things better than the things themselves. It is quite a fortunate circumstance when you are crippled and must earn your living, as I do, by embroidering. Thinking, too, is a kind of embroidering. You add little ornaments, flowery figures, glittering stuff, little meandering lines and loops and arabesques to plain material of a few facts or a few truths that are either black or white or somewhere in between the black and white. Thus, in the daytime, I embroider. At night, I shuffle cards and play with shadows. On the whole, I am rather content. And then, when Sunday comes, I read the papers. That almost fills the day. The picture section shows the people that are doing things and having things all over the world. 
there are men with beautiful bodies wrestling on platforms before high-born spectators. There are men who set out on daring expeditions to far countries. There are pictures of fine women and their little children, frail and fresh, like flowers with the morning sun upon them. There are strong faces of the owners of magnificent estates and bank accounts, and famous actresses and authors. There are pictures of assemblies of men governing the fate of nations, and inventors of miraculous machines, and winners of races and contests, women and men. There are pictures of the people that fill the grand tears on gala occasions and the grandstands when there are parades, and also the photographs of happy little pet dogs that win prizes. In the Fat Sunday papers, they tell you everything about the people whose bodies and whose souls never were crippled. I do not envy them. I see the bodies moving, dancing, posturing, the hands of the speakers lifted, and the fierce contortions of the limbs in sporting contests, and the cool smiles of women safely provided for. I fancy I can hear the words they speak the little sounds that come out of the soft red cavity that is their mouth. And I keep wondering about the shadows they would throw in narrow rooms by candlelight, how they would dwindle, grow, and vacillate and be grotesque, as grotesque as my hunch. I also wonder what the thoughts are behind the loud, bright words they speak, the swift, and silent games inside the skull wall, all over and around each little fixed and given fleshy word. No, I'm not dissatisfied. I earn my living cleanly, stitching gaudy things on black and white. I have my solitaire. There are times when my hunch seems a blessing to me, a blessing like all final and unalterable things, like being in prison or dead, something about which there is nothing to be done or changed or desired anymore. Those poor people in the Sunday papers must go on desiring and desiring all their lives, the many, many things that are within their reach. There is no finality for them, no resignation. And then there are those others that carry a hunch on the back of their souls. That is not final either, for they might shake it off if they only knew how. And so they go on trying and trying. But mine is peace by birthright. The little shadows know it too. They come and play so softly so silently along the floor and walls. They steal onto the table. They never interfere with little games of cards or thoughts. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.